Honestly, you shouldn't even be warning me. You should straight up go and aim for the neck, bro. Aim for my motherfucking neck. Don't even fucking warn me. Damn. These motherfuckers, man. Welcome back to the Bromar Show. I am your host, Bromar, and this is a show where we talk about things that are trending on the internet. And also me telling living life as a guy in his 20s. Make sure you go ahead and follow the Bromar Show on Instagram, which is at the Bromar Show. And go ahead and subscribe to whatever platform you're listening to, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Play. And this episode, it looks like I'm going to be doing a lot of talking because... <laughs> oh, man. The amount of content I just found over the week is just it blows my mind it really does so we'll talk about some very interesting things here that we'll be talking about and i'll go ahead and do that here in just a couple moments but first i want to give you an update on what i have been up to recently and it will explain why i have been a little mia in regards to the bromar show while yeah, season four premiered last week. I really was not posting a lot on social media or even involved with the group. And that is because your boy got back into art. And I mean, I used to do it a lot when I was in high school and I enjoyed the crap out of it. And that's where I put majority of my effort when it came to schoolwork was just art and was the class I was always looking forward to attending every time. It was art class. <laughs> and... I guess after, I don't know, having a talk with my counselor back in high school, uh, the thing he said to me was, well, um, typically artists, the way they make money is usually after they pass away. That's when they make more money, which was the sad part. And I mean, it discouraged me from, you know, pursuing the art career thing a little bit because then from there, I was like, you know what? I honestly don't know what to do. And then from there, ended up going to school uh, to university for a business degree and a communications degree, and then now working part-time in broadcasting and working also part-time as a bakery chef. <laughs> um, and yeah, before I graduated high school, I took a culinary arts program, you know, just, just because. I was like, you know what, I'm I'm still within the artistic ability. This seems more like a, you know, more you know, secure route, in which it was. It It is, um, but it's just one of those things that I wasn't willing to commit my entire life for or wasn't, you know, I wasn't 100% into. I didn't mind it, you know, part-time is totally cool because of the monetary opportunity and whatnot, but I know at some point I had to take a break from it and actually find something that I would be truly passionate about. And basically what got me back into the art business now, or at least, you know, into drawing and painting back again, is the whole NFT hype. Now, a lot of people warn about the NFT hype, you know, don't buy into it and whatnot, in which I I disagree because with NFTs, what those are is non-fundable tokens. And, you know, with crypto, it is one thing that just has been trending recently. And I think that's what majority of season four is going to be touching back a lot on is cryptocurrency, just because I actually decided, you know what, let's take some research into it. Let's take a gamble and see what we can get out of it. And from my personal experience, at least from what I have seen and done, it's something that, well, is one of those things that is not going to go away anytime soon. It's not. It's here to stay. Cryptocurrency is here to stay and basically NFTs tie in a lot into the cryptocurrency thing because the way it works is that non-fundable tokens 
uh, when you put one up for auction, you get paid in a cryptocurrency, and then that cryptocurrency is converted into dollars or depending on which country you are residing in, some other form of fiat currency. And that's, yeah, basically how you get compensated for your work, whether it be a baseball card or it be a painting you did. And yeah, it's just one of those things that NFTs, non-fundable tokens, they're here to stay and they're not going away. And I think this is actually a revolutionary way for now artists to make more money. And, you know, there's a stigma or at least uh, that saying that going into the art or the music career, like it's very tough and it's really hard to make money out of. And I mean, I agree. It really is. And it requires some talent, some creativity. It really requires some skill. And I mean, looking back in high school, I I had that talent. I had that skill. I had that drive and I still do it today. And that's where majority of my time has been focusing on is drawing and painting. So far, it's just drawing the painting. So if you haven't actually checked out my work that I've done, at least the sketch, is actually on the Brumar Show Instagram page. So go ahead and check it out and tell me what you think about that. Uh, it's just so far a sketch. And I mean, I'm in the process of converting that digitally. You know, I mean, I could totally just upload the picture in that. But I feel like I could add more to this. I feel I can add more color. And, you know, the more stuff I add to, and I try to keep it as simple and not as complex, the more people are going to enjoy it. And when they enjoy it, it's like, okay, cool. This is a good marker telling me people want this product. And I'm basically going to auction it on a um, NFT website, a non-fundable token website. And we'll see from there what we could do. And I am doing plenty of other art projects too with that, at least drawings. So I'm just here to also warn you that I may not be as active on social media because... I'm going to be painting a lot of art and doing a lot of things in regards to art and looks like that's where now my focus is going to be and now that I that there's a way to make more money out of that at least a more stable way I I personally think that th- this might be it this might be it uh it basically what I'm trying to say is with the whole NFT craze it's definitely making it a lot easier for artists now to make money I mean there's other ways that we have to go in regards to that but nft i would say is a huge jump it is a huge plus now for the art community at least that's my personal opinion oh my goodness (laughs) never in a million years would i have thought that this was going to be trending news and this happened last week honestly So Derek Jackson, he is famously known to be an online social media relationship expert, which I mean, those three words do not combine in the first place. He's basically like Steve Harvey. It's like you can't really I mean, personally saying you can't take this guy's advice seriously. And look, I love Steve Harvey, too. But some of his advice that he gives, it's like I can't follow that, my guy. I'm sorry, but. You can say all that I want, that I'm not a man, that I'm a child for not agreeing with that, but it's okay. I, I rather, I'd rather be a child because you have no idea how much being a child is. You know, get to play with all these toys and everything. You get to play games and, you know, you grow up 20 years old and still playing games and I'm still having fun playing games. <laughs> oh, anyway, so enough of that. Back to the Derek Jackson story. 
this man who is notorious for putting men down for not being commitment material or being commitment phobes and playing games and being players and pimps and all that. This dude got busted for cheating. <laughs> Talk about putting guys down that cheat and do all this mess. And look, I get it. Cheating is wrong, etc. But, you know, there's some women out there that still go back to the same old cheating boyfriend or husband. And <laughs> talk about Derek Jackson practicing what he preaches. The ironic part, man, it's just, this is honestly the best thing that has happened so far. It has given me so much content this week. Like, you have no idea how much stuff has happened this week that I'm just overloaded with content that, yeah, these first couple episodes of season four are going to be long as hell because of the amount of shit talking I will be doing. (laughs) So, yeah, Derek Jackson got busted for cheating and his wife found out, obviously. And apparently, let's look at the article because, look, I'm not trying to justify his actions whatsoever. Ah, oh, they removed the article, you ass. Oh, just kidding. Just kidding. It's, it's loading back up. I'm just kidding. So, yeah, apparently he was messing around with a Ghanaian, Dominican, and Portuguese woman. Which, look, not going to lie to you, that sounds like a pretty good combo. And I'm not trying to justify cheating whatsoever by any chance. But I could see myself why I would do something like that. <laughs> and which, by the way, there there goes me, why I can't be in a relationship. So, <laughs> But, I mean, Ghanaian, Dominican, and Portuguese, I mean, look, that's a, that's a really good combo. I mean, I, pro- <laughs> I, I would throw it all away and probably I would damage my brand if I need to. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's simping a little bit. I, I get it. But look, it's Ghanaian, Dominican, and Portuguese. I mean, that's a unique combo. And apparently he has known her for 10 years, the, the Portuguese, Dominican, Ghanaian woman. But yeah, the, the mistress exposed the affair during an interview with a popular vlogger, Tasha K. And apparently Jackson told her that he was separated from his wife for four years. And it's just interesting <laughs> because this guy is known for <laughs> telling men to stop being cheaters and telling women that they shouldn't settle for these type of men like if the man can't go out there and get a job then you deserve better in which i mean it's whatever it's her choice if she wants to date a broke dude that's fine i'm not gonna stop her <laughs> her body her choice <laughs> But before before I go more into detail, I'm calling this right now. Matthew Huzzy's going to be the next one. He is going to be next. But I'll tell you something. He's going to be a lot different. With him, it's going to be, oh, you know, like, sometimes we go through stages. Of, he's going to completely snake his way through and clean that shit up like nothing happened. Like, it was a huge misunderstanding. He's going to do that if Matthew Huzzy gets exposed. Because I bet you... Matthew Huzzy is doing the exact same thing Derek Jackson was doing. And honestly, I'm not surprised. I pretty much knew from the get-go that, okay, this dude is definitely, definitely smashing other chicks on the low. And (laughs) the responses and the tweets to this are hilarious. So you have this Twitter user by the name of uh, Good Music 
who posted like a Patrick Star meme that said "A f- yo," and <laughs> Patrick Star is just like bent over looking up at the sky, and the caption says "A f- yo," and the tweet reads, "You're telling me Derek Jackson cheated on his wife for years? The king of simp's cheated? The brother who wrote books for women on how they should be treated?" <laughs> Like, talk about, talk about being a snake oil salesman. Like, (laughs) oh man, he's being dragged to the floor. It looks like he also posted a video too. And in that video, it looks like his wife was not comfortable. Like his wife checked out of the marriage. (laughs) Oh man. Like, okay, I'll guarantee this. This woman is going to file for a divorce. <laughs> Let's see if we can find the cheating video because... um, Where is it at? Where is it at? Where is it at? It's right... It literally was right here. Um, Let's see. Oh, you asshole. Oh, come on. This motherfucker disabled the comments. I'll, okay. The reason why I wanted to go in the comment section... Is because <laughs> someone made a very funny comment and it was funny as hell. So there was this guy, complete total dork, that said, you know what? I was following him for years and listening to him for years. I'm not going to listen to him ever again for that. And at the bottom, some chick, I don't remember if it was some chick or it was some fucking meme account, said, if you are trying to take any advice from Derek Jackson that you're simp as fuck and you totally deserve what you get. And I was like, Jesus, that was, that was, that was a big oof, man. (laughs) What does he say? What is it? He's also selling merchandise. What does it say? It says no hablo as fuck boy. Oh, come on. No hablo as fuck boy is the type of merchandise he's selling. Honestly, can't believe this motherfucker turned off the comments. Because there was a funny-ass comment in there. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, that's hilarious. But so what can we take away from this? Obviously, me from the get-go, I knew this guy was definitely not being faithful. Like, the fact that he had to put men down, it's like, you seriously think I'm going to take advice from you? Nah, man. Honestly, being that whole entire person for me, it's just not my cup of tea, you know? And, um, yeah, honestly, this is all I have to talk about in regards to the Derrick Jackson story. I just want to talk so much about how, how this dude got busted. And, uh, man, talk about being the professional simp. Yeah, you can just tell the wife, she already checked out. I like how people commented and said, hey, like, she's being held hostage if, if you're trying to get out, blink twice or some like that. It's like, no, this girl already checked out and... Honestly, she's probably talking to a lawyer right now. I wouldn't be surprised if she files for divorce. And, I mean, Derek Jackson, all he's doing in that um, video of him talking about if he cheated in his marriage, he's just doing damage control. He's saving the brand, and honestly, that's all he cares about. And obviously, trying to deal with the big, <laughs> the big, uh, the big divorce, divorce money that he has to cough up. Yeah, it's it's going to be a tough time for him. I'll tell you that. And I'll tell you what, Matthew Hussey may be the next one. Unless he knows how to cover the steps and how to snake his way out through it, maybe. 
Oh boy. So you know this tweet that was tweeted out by Burger King, it actually made me think about this personal philosophy I have in regards to this standard that a lot of you fellas seek from other women. I'll talk about that more here in just a couple moments. But if you didn't know, a couple weeks back, Burger King UK tweeted out on International Women's Day, women belong in the kitchen. <laughs> Look, I mean, I get it. Maybe they were trying to be edgy, but the thing is, they didn't take the heat like they wanted to. Come on, man. Y'all should have been y'all should have been real savages and took on that heat like crazy. So, yeah, Burger King tweeted that on International Women's Day. Women belong in the kitchen. And then hours later, they tweeted back and said, oh, yeah, so uh, before you do anything, uh, about 20% of women are only in the kitchen and therefore we're now going to be offering scholarships, etc. yada, yada, yada. <laughs> and obviously that backfired because then they removed the tweet. They uh, should have been real savages and left that on. Then I would have been like, oh, dang, Burger King really doesn't give a shit. Damn, remind me not to not to mess with these guys. Yeah, get a load of this. <laughs> um, yeah, watch out. We got a badass over here. <laughs> so, yeah, Burger King tweeted that. And obviously, the backlash made them delete that tweet. So, that comment about women belonging in the kitchen made me think about the standard that a lot of guys request from women whenever they're looking for a partner and that is that they require them to cook or clean in which i have a personal opinion about that very personal and then again this is your boy here as a 20 year old a guy in his 20s and this is how he views things in regards to this topic or this realm when there are guys out there oh i want my woman to cook and clean etc. I get it. I understand, you know, sure. Someone to kind of make things a little easier for you. But if you really want someone else to cook and clean for you, just hire a cleaning lady or a housemaid or a cleaning guy, a personal chef, whatever the case may be. That's one thing when it comes to when guys always are looking for a woman that can clean and cook which seems very traditional of them but for me I'm not the traditional guy in fact I'm way completely the opposite of that just because I'm a degenerate that's why <laughs> so I mean I I don't care if she can cook and clean she's gonna have to bring something else to the table because I can do those two things I mean I hate doing them but if I have to I'll do them like I, I'm just too lazy to cook and clean but I know how to do those things. <laughs> like, you guys are making it a little too easy for these women to qualify to y'all when you say that you're looking for a woman that can cook and clean. It sounds like a hurt ramp, but it's not. Uh, one of my one of my friends was telling me this story uh, over my vacation period, and I was just like, yeah, yeah, cool story, bro. Um, did you ask her anything else? Like, what else can she do, like, other than just cooking and cleaning? Because you can just hire yourself these people to do it for you can she can she mount a tv can she fix a car can she get you your favorite fortnite skins like <laughs> better yet is she gonna allow you to eat fruit snacks off no you know what i'm not even gonna go there nope 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 
Season four, we're trying to be a little bit more uh, professional about things because I granted there could be some real professionals listening to this and I'll try to be funny as I can. So whenever I hear guys put that standard for women, it's like, I just don't understand. I don't get it. And maybe because I'm not the traditional type person. And again, this is kind of their own thing. But I, like I said, if I want someone to clean my house, if I want someone to cook for me, I can just hire myself a housemaid, a cleaning person, or a personal chef. I can just do that. And you know what? Even even more when I mentioned about how, okay, can she mount a TV or can she fix a car? Like, I can even get people to do that. So... <laughs> I guess one thing I can say that you notice about me when it comes to like actual relationships, like I'm pretty, pretty high on the standards. Like I, I request too much for the little that I just bring, honestly, (laughs) maybe entertainment, but I mean, you guys get that for free anyway. So (laughs) majority of you get for free, Uh, but it's like, like if a girl were to tell me, Hey, you know, like I want to be serious with you. I mean, I can cook, I can clean all this mess. If she were to say that to me, it's like, okay, can you do anything else? Because I know how to do those two things. I mean, I hate doing them, but I know how to. So, fellas, you got to raise your standards a little bit when it comes to stuff like that. I mean, I get it, and you know, she could be a soul snatcher, you know, or, uh, uh, yeah, you don't know what that is, you can look it up, uh, soul snatcher. Uh, <laughs> gosh. I really don't want to go into the terminology for that. Like, it's it's f***ing horrible. Like, it really is. But, fellas, you got to raise those standards a little bit. Instead of asking for someone that can cook and clean, ask her if she can mount a TV or fix a car, do some yard work, home improvement. Like, nah, have her do some heavy-duty stuff. And if she doesn't, I mean, I guess... It's whatever. And if she does, well, congratulations. You met yourself um, Chrissy, but she goes by the name of Chris. So (laughs) Uh, I'm probably going to get canceled for that joke anyway. (laughs) But hey, I have the two stories I talked about uh, the Trans Victoria's Secret model. So don't cancel me just yet, okay? (laughs) They're still on the previous seasons of the Bromar Show. I'm not intending to remove those. So yeah, it's like... That's just my personal belief, my personal opinion in regards to when guys do the whole entire, I'm looking for a woman that can cook and clean. It's like some women say that they're asking for too much and that the guy's got to bring something to the table in which I agree. I just wanted to add and say, you know what? Listen, cooking and cleaning, that's easy. All right. What about mounting a TV, fixing a car, uh, even doing some yard work like I I would say that requires a little bit of more skill. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I'm not saying that cooking and cleaning don't have any skills behind it. I guess what I'm trying to say is, is that, well, it it gives them a little bit more of a challenge with that. (laughs) By the way, this is not dating advice. So please take this with a grain of salt. This is just personal opinion about what I think about guys that make the standard. So, um... Yeah, so fellas, instead of asking her if she can cook and clean, ask her if she can do other stuff, all right? I think it's time we step it up a little bit, you know? Heck, ask her how much money does she make. If she makes more than you, heck, just be like, all right, cool, Um, we'll have uh, another date next week at my place or you want to do it right now? <laughs> Let her be your sugar mama, whatever the case may be. 
<laughs> okay, so... <laughs> oh, my God. Who would have thought? So, there is this um very famous figure by the name of Lana Rhodes. And, you know, I would say she is very talented. Uh, she's very skilled and... Um, in the furniture department, but more specifically in the bedroom department. And, um, I mean, <laughs> a very well-known actress, talented actress. And, okay, I'll stop beating around the bush. She's an adult actress, obviously, if you don't know who she is. <laughs> oh, man, when I heard about this, I was like, what in the world? <laughs> like I'll explain what's going on here so apparently Lana Rhodes has a uh, trophy wife lecture or what's it called lesson class Um. oh so yeah Lana Rhodes she happens to have a trophy wife training video she sat with like a couple of uh, other chicks that I don't even know who they are. Uh, they're probably her friends. I don't know if they're in the same industry. <laughs> but I mean, I know there's like a stigma behind adult actresses having a hard time finding love or a relationship or getting married, etc. <laughs> I mean... I'm going to be transparent about this. I don't see Lana Rhodes as that type of trophy wife. If you get what I'm saying, right? I see her as a different type of trophy wife, you know, as she's just very talented in some not suitable for work stuff that I could <laughs> that I could be okay with. <laughs> but I don't know about cooking or cleaning and whatnot. And I'm trying not to be judgmental about this but it looks like they have no idea about cooking well it's probably because your boy here is a culinary artist so he knows he knows what's up he knows what he's talking about <laughs> but it's like we're gonna go back to what i was talking about to the whole entire story about burger king and how about women belong in the kitchen and then my comment was well for those guys out there that still believe that women belong in the kitchen, you guys are setting the standard too low, man. Like, raise it up and challenge them to actually know how to build a house or something. <laughs> because, look, I myself can cook, all right? And I know sometimes it could be tedious and hard work, but, hey, your boy's got to eat. And um, and if I get lazy, I could just hire, I can just hire a personal chef or I can order myself Uber Eats like or DoorDash. Actually, I'm more of an Uber Eats person. <laughs> Just because when I work at a restaurant, I dealt with DoorDash all the time. And I, I got into some fights with some DoorDashers. Uh, all of them, which, by the way, were in a game. Okay, this wasn't in real life where, it, you know, we squared off. We squared off in a game, all right? <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's interesting because, like... Talk about a reliable source, all right, on how to be a trophy wife. And I just, I'm, I'm not, I'm not pitched by it. I'm not buying it. It's like, I mean, if you put out that you know how to fix a car, I'd be like, okay, you know what? That's actually really cool. 
I mean, I should be fixing my own car or maintaining it, but now that you know how to do it, you might as well do it. <laughs> but it, I guess it's also because the stigma that adult actresses have of not being seen as, you know, trophy wife material, it's really hard to, like, comprehend what is going on in that trophy wife training video that was done by her and her other friends. So, I really don't know how to feel about this. And look, Lana Rhodes, really nice gal. I bet she's really nice in person. But, again, because due to the stigma, it's really hard seeing her as that type of person. And... To be honest, I don't know if we should keep clearing that up, but this brings me back to an episode in which I'll give a shout out to Jill from Stop Giving a F*** Podcast because she actually brought in an adult entertainer by the name of Nina Kay in which they talk about assumptions about adult entertainers. And one interesting point that Nina Kay brought up was that... In the industry, that's basically what they make money out of is the stigma. They're basically making money off the stigma about being an adult entertainer. And again, I just think it's really interesting and kind of <laughs> kind of like bamboozled by the fact that you have Lana Rhodes with like a trophy wife training video. And I guess really isn't too much of the shit talking part because, you know, like... I try to be open-minded and understandable about the situation, you know? But again, for some reason, I i mean, then again, it's because I'm not a marriage person. I'm not necessarily, I don't have any plans of like getting married. So it's like, uh, whatever, you know? But I don't know. That's just kind of unique and just different to actually see an adult actress do a video about being a trophy wife. So... <laughs> All right, so <laughs> man, we covered this back in season three. If you don't remember, there was a Bachelorette contestant that wasn't okay with some things and yada, 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 and he went on full petty because she went on full petty and basically called her old, all because she said, I wouldn't have children with you or I wouldn't want you to be the father of my children if you were that type of person, and then... He said, remember, you're almost 40. Like, oh my gosh, it was, it was such a savage moment. Now, I'm not going to talk the guy here because this guy clearly is a fucking savage. Like, he's standing ground on what he firmly believes. He's not apologizing. He's not saying sorry. He is not taking shit back. It's like this dude, absolute mad lad. I'm going to be talking shit about everybody else in that fucking room. Because they all sound like super simps. And I hate that I have to overuse that word, but it sounds like exactly what it sounds like. So so we're going to be looking at some of the clips from this. Remember, you're almost 40. Remember, you're almost 40. Heck. <laughs> Obviously, whatever chemistry and, and good feelings you had, it all changed dramatically after the strip dodgeball date. A, a date you, you weren't even on. What was it that struck such a chord with you? You know, I mean, there were some red flags that popped up on our first group date, actually. And then the strip dodgeball was definitely something that I, I did not agree with, um, but it was more than that. It was the actual fact of the humiliation for the losing team. I don't regret sticking up for these guys. I would sticking do it. Sticking up for us? Yeah. 
Okay, I was on a date. Yeah. I was too. And so was Damar. Yeah. We actually were three of the most naked guys, I think. I don't have a... I did, did you have a problem? No. At the end of the day, Yosef, like, we could have said no. Right. Okay, the main reason why they didn't have a problem is obviously because... It was a sales pitch to all the other all the other viewers. It's like, hey, look, listen, I'm look at me, I'm down to smash. So uh, after this whole bachelorette thing is over, I mean, shit, hook me up. That's the way I see it. It was basically advertising to all the other ladies that were watching the show. Like, hey, look at me. Like, I mean, if you find me somewhere, uh, shoot, you know, just just let you know this is what I look like, and I'm down for it. <laughs> But I, I just don't get because you weren't there. Like, right, so it doesn't, it doesn't matter if I was there or not. I can have my own opinion about it. And, and I didn't bring it up with, you know, really like any of y'all. I no, didn't I know, like, but, the, but once you start saying it, it makes us three look like because we're the ones that did it willingly. You can listen. You can argue that with anyone you want. Don't argue with me. I already have my opinion on it. All right. No, and I brought you, it up to the source. But I brought it, it up to the person we there for. in a way. No, not in a yeah, way. Yeah, it was. It was kind of. Listen, I, I'm sorry you can't express like how you feel like as a man to someone, but like that's how oh, I am. God. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. Why are these guys getting worked up over this guy? Like, I don't understand. Like, first of all, the bachelorette they were competing for, like, found a new guy that wasn't even part of the competition. Like, this this chick wasted everybody else's time. Like, imagine, you know, spending time away from your loved one's families just to, you know, find someone, love or whatever. <laughs> and you come on this part of uh, the Bachelorette segment. I don't know what it's called. Uh, the Never After some shit like that. You come on the show only to, to keep defending the chick that didn't even pick you. Like, honestly, if, if they were me, like, I mean, I get it. It's rejection. We got to know how to take it. But don't you feel like that type of rejection would like encourage you to go see other people because the fact that now that was an unattractive move on her part, like, like I don't understand. And honestly, if you, if they were just trying to smash also, like literally everybody, every woman that is viewing that show would more than likely be down to have some fun with these guys they have all the options so i don't i don't understand why these guys after them being rejected or not even get picked like <laughs> why why are they worried about this guy refusing to apologize like he already took himself out of the competition why like i just don't understand like, it's kind of pathetic that all these guys are doing that. And yeah, Yosef apparently is this guy's name. Yeah, he's not going to apologize. This dude is not going to apologize. Let's keep, let's keep watching this. Screaming, like, yelling and screaming like that? Demeaning? You because up. he didn't Yosef, talk about Yosef, the date? I think, I think yeah. it, we can Yosef. all like, go back and see. Hold, hold on a second. I think we all go back and see that that conversation started out very calm, cool, and collected. It didn't, like, ex accelerate until Claire started because talking about my daughter. you controlled the whole conversation. Uh, okay, hold on. Hold on, hold on. No, the fuck he did not. Oh my god, how hard are these guys simping for this chick that didn't even pick them? How? Like, if we take a look back, he had the opportunity to talk, right? And then he gave her the opportunity to talk. Like, you've got to be fucking. 
fucking kidding me? You know, I have this love-hate relationship with The Bachelorette or shows like The Bachelor because, like, obviously, it's fucking reality TV and it's fucking cringy sometimes. Just the, the idea of bringing in a whole bunch of people to find love for, like, the most superficial things. Like, it's dumb already. But at the same time, it kind of gives you an idea of the decision-making when it comes to their dating lives. Like, what it says about their dating lives. Like, their decisions that they make in their dating lives. It says a lot about them and their dating lives, which I really find interesting. That's why I I can't really 100% hate on it, but there's times where it infuriates me. Like, it's... Stupid. Tell me when I was walking out. Why y'all gotta wait a few months to tell me? I'm telling you right now, and we are only ten feet from each other. Come on. No, 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 wait, 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 wait. Perfect point that Yosef made here, and that is like, why the fuck? See, this is how, this is how fucking cowardly and pathetic these guys are. The fact that they had to wait till the fucking end of the show to call him out on this is says a lot about. The type of, yeah, these guys ain't real savages. And look, they look muscular and they honestly, they look like they can beat me up. But I'm pretty sure I have a standing chance of like, you know, beating their asses too. In a video game, of course, in a video game. (laughs) Oh man. But it's like, you gotta be kidding me. Like, why are they still, man, talk about why this bachelorette didn't even pick them. Like, yeah, they're all jacked and hung and whatnot, and she still didn't pick them, and it's obvious why. (laughs) Just internally, like, their mindset, it's like, they're they're cowards, man. They're absolute cowards. (laughs) Like, why the fuck did they have to wait till, like, the whole entire end of the contest? In which none of them even won to, like, express this. Why? But, look, listen, say what you want about Yosef, but this guy, he is, he's an absolute mad lad. Total fuck savage more likely will be inaugurated in my book in the hall of g's <laughs> uh all right let's keep watching this f-ing clip hey i am 10 feet from you and i am telling you right now not just riley we're oh, all how it is right oh, now man oh oh you're you're doing this whole entire i'm 10 feet from you like bro why didn't you screw up with him on the show where everyone can f-ing see why Oh, look, listen. All I got to say is he said that shit to be. I'll be like, all right, come here and beat my ass in. Like, it should be easy, like five seconds. Like, I'm smaller than you, so you shouldn't be worried about this. Honestly, you shouldn't even be warning me. You should straight up go and aim for the neck, bro. Aim for my motherfucking neck. Don't even fucking warn me. Damn. These motherfuckers, man. You know, what's funny. This whole video just brought, like, the fucking gangster side out of me. Like... (laughs) I was not even planning for that. And now I feel like I'm some OG from the east side. <laughs> Just getting ready to square up. The most shocking thing is that you have no regret or remorse. Not only are you owning the behavior, <laughs> but the, the way in which you went about it is really shocking. Oh, hold on. Let, let's see what this guy looks like. No, let, okay. Yeah, Bennett. Looking at this guy, he's got the, the nerdy look. And look, I got the nerdy look too, but... At least there's part of me that's, like, not 100% nerdy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Gosh. Now I'm putting these men down. I'm, I'm sorry, y'all, but I kind of had to do it to them. I respect y'all's opinion, but I have my own opinion, and I'm going to stand by that. So just so... <laughs> <laughs> 
we're clear. You, when you watch that, you're like, that's cool. I would never mind anyone talking to my daughter like that. You gotta be kidding me, bro. Whenever people use that, oh, what if it was your daughter? What if it was your mother? Well, here's newsflash. That person is not their daughter. That person is not their mother. So obviously they're going to go free game. Why you got to drag them into this thing? Obviously we're going to treat them differently because, you know, they're family. But the whole point is that chick is not her mother. That chick's not my mother. That chick's not my sister or my daughter. That chick is not his sister or daughter. So doesn't need to. And even if that was the case, if my mom or my sister or my daughter were shitty people, they have to be held accountable, right? So like... Come on, we're going to keep using that? And seriously, I it irks me when people use that. It irks me when people use that defense. Oh, what if it was your daughter? What if it was your mother? Like, you got to be kidding me. This person is not my mother or my daughter. You think I'm going to look back to that? Nah, get out of here. Damn. <laughs> and even if it was, if my mom happens to be a shitty person, which she's not. She's not a shitty person. But if she happens to be, she will be held accountable, right? So... Like, gotta stop with the BS, man. Miss me with that bullshit, man. I want to try to help you help yourself. <laughs> I've seen a lot of crazy stuff in 20 years, but that was really not a good look. It just, the way, the way it escalated, the way you spoke. But what I would love is if you could just see that and just be like, you know what? I do see that, and Claire, for that, I'm sorry. I'm not going to apologize to Claire, and with all due respect. <laughs> oh, my God. Savage man, absolute bad lad, real OG. You know what, Yosef from the Bachelorette. I will now like to announce you as the Hall of OGs, the Hall of Fame of OGs. It's basically we're all the OGs here. Yeah, welcome to the 5G towers, bro. You are an official OG for this. And look, there's many things that qualify as an OG. For example, uh, let's take a look at Snoop Dogg. He's obviously an OG. Uh, Ice Cube, obviously an OG. Hey, we can even go with like the mumble rappers too. Let's make them OGs because they know what's up too. I mean, look, I, I get it. Y'all hate that they mumble and everything, but the whole point is they know something's up and they know how to make money and they're out here flexing. So they're also OGs in my book. So congratulations. You're now officially an OG. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I really don't care what any of these guys really think about me. I'm going to stay true to myself. Okay. <laughs> I... <laughs> the reaction from everybody else's faces is priceless. It's like they look so defeated. It's like, bro, why are any of y'all still fighting for this? Like, let the man Yosef be, man. Like, this dude... Obviously made up his mind. He's now part of the OG army. He's officially an OG now. So, like, <laughs> you want to get to that status? The, the, the stop defending them and actually agree with yourself. Like, I'll probably consider it. I'm going to have to put a couple hoops here and there for the rest of y'all because, uh, yeah, the whole that, that whole entire simping, that, that was, yeah, that was damn near fucking unforgivable. That really was. Man, that's why you guys are in the f***ing bachelorette trying to get some... Never mind. I'm not even going to finish that sentence. But, man, just this whole... Yeah. This whole video. It's like... you. I can't get... I can't wrap my head around this. And honestly, this is probably the most shock 
I've done here and the entire Bromar show is this episode. Oh, man. And look, I can also say, like, you know, these type of guys are making us look bad and et cetera. No, 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 no. You know, every every individual is different. And I could care less if one guy's making us look bad. Like, all I know is deep down, I'm like, okay, I'm not the type of guy, so I don't have to worry about shit. Like, I just know that. That's another thing, too. Whenever I go on the comments section and some dude says, oh, but not all guys are like that. Or, yeah, this guy's making us look all guys bad. And it's like, bro, relax, man. Like, the fact that you have to say that you're hiding the fact that you're hiding something, bro. Me, I'm not hiding shit. I don't care when they say shit like that about how men ain't shit and everything. I don't care because it's like, okay, I ain't shit. But I know damn well there's some girl out there that like me for not being shit. Even better, like, if I know I'm not shit or if I know that I actually am something and I'm not a piece of shit, then, like, I wouldn't even be worried about it. Like, I don't care if there is a guy out there that makes the rest of the guys look bad or that makes everybody else look bad. Could care less about that because I myself know I am not that type of guy and I am just, yeah, I know what my actions are. I know the type of person I am. So I could care less if the guy's making me look bad, really, or making us look bad because I'm an individual with my own thoughts and opinions. So, and I know that I, I'm really not as bad as I thought or as other people <laughs> make me out to be. And again, I could care less. So, all right. Anyway, that's going to do it for me. Thanks again for listening and make sure you go ahead and follow the Bromar Show on Instagram, which is at the Bromar Show. And make sure you go ahead and leave a review and follow the Bromar Show on whatever platform you're listening to, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Play. Make sure you also go to the Bromar Show website, which is at bromarmedia.co and sign up for the newsletter for any updates, uh, just in case, you know, for some reason things go haywire on instagram uh i mean i'm not really too fret about but it's just an extra communication extra step just to keep you up to date basically so again thanks for listening and until next time